Ben has been the only one who has actually walked through the attic (laughs) in a full suit (laughs) to change a ceiling fan. Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time at a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. In today's episode of the podcast, we will be covering house maintenance. A house is typically the largest investment you will ever make. There are some basic tips and advice that we've learned in the past several years that might be helpful to many of you that are first-time homebuyers or for those that are already homeowners and may just need a refresher. Taking care of your home can be very stressful or very gratifying. It's up to you to decide how to govern your castle. In today's discussion, we will be talking about several different tips and words of advice on preventing issues with owning a home and just general safety. There are several things that we didn't know before buying a home. Remember that home is one of our four pillars, and we haven't touched on this subject in some time now. This doesn't mean that it's not important, but it can certainly make or break your schedule and your well-being, to be honest. We didn't buy a fixer-upper and we did a lot of research with a great realtor. There are many pitfalls that could have been avoided because we didn't have the experience in our younger years with home maintenance and ways to DIY. YouTube has been a great friend, and so has Pinterest. They can also get you in over your head because things don't always go according to plan. Ain't that the truth. You might as well anticipate something will go wrong and it will take three times as long as you think to complete a project. Better Homes and Gardens says, Owning and caring for a home is a big responsibility, but the right repair tools and maintenance tips allow for easy living. Smoothly navigate your home's seasonal upkeep with their home maintenance checklist and expert advice. They also go on to say, Like a regular health checkup, a home maintenance schedule is important for every house's upkeep. So we have a few examples of home maintenance things that we have done that you might also keep in mind when going through your home. And most of these you can do yourself. There are certainly things, going back to that quote, there are things that we've learned not to do ourselves. Mm -hmm. But these are basic things that you can do on your own that are more preventative than anything else. My biggest tip is probably to use your calendar for these things. One of the big things we have on our calendar each year is our backflow valve maintenance. This is what actually flooded our basement a few years ago was our backflow valve from the sewer failed because it was original to the home and we did not know that during inspection because it was sealed up. (laughs) Um, And so this is on our calendar for every single May (laughs) that they come and do the maintenance on the backflow valve just to make sure that it is working correctly and we don't have another big $10,000 renovation to go through. (laughs) The hot water heater flush and the temperature and pressure valve test. This is something that Ben does and actually just started this year 
And we realized we should have been doing it sooner because there was a ton of sediment in our hot water heater, which actually means that we'll probably have to get a new hot water heater sooner than we had anticipated, but we hadn't been doing the maintenance on it that we should have been. And it definitely wasn't getting done before we moved into the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And a new hot water heater is what, five, 600 bucks. Yeah. But doing regular maintenance on it will make it last a lot longer. And it's really not that hard or scary to do once you know what you're doing. Foundational cracks. This is something that we keep an eye on over in our unfinished part of our basement. The rest of it is finished and we have three of our four walls are completely braced in our basement. We keep an eye on foundational cracks, both downstairs where you can epoxy them, but then also upstairs. If you notice some movement and shiftment, that's probably something that you need to get someone out just to make sure, especially if you don't have your basement braced yet, it probably needs to get there if you live in an older house like we do. Well, yeah, once it gets bad, you're talking about some serious investment to get it fixed. Or you'll just never have a finished basement. Yeah. Definitely hop up in your attic and check for moisture and ventilation. We don't use our attic for storage. That was always one of my biggest pet peeves is people that use their attic for storage. That is not a good environment to store things, especially mementos. We have our Christmas stuff up there, but that is it. And that is because we literally get it out once a year. Nothing too valuable, I guess, up there that could be damaged due to the elements of an attic. But if you are storing like photos, please don't. Just get them out. Your attic is not there for storage (laughs) unless you have the proper ventilation, air conditioning, heating, (laughs) insulation to store things in your attic. Definitely you want to check for wood rot issues, insulation issues, pests. If you have squirrels or notice mice or something, you need to get up in your attic. Check your dryer vent hose. This is something that people forget about a lot. You can't just clean out the lint trap of the front of your dryer. You also need to check the hose that runs out the back. Check if it's kinked and clean it out. Change it. Look for rips, things like that. It can build up and it can cause a fire. Yeah, and the little little brush that they sell at your Home Depot, Lowe's, or whatever only costs a few bucks and you just... Take the back off, go up in there and do it real quick, and it's done. Mm-hmm. doesn't take much. Another big one, check your gutters and your downspouts. So part of us bracing our basement, the 25-year warranty that we have on it, our downspouts and our gutters have to be clean all the time. We have to have the proper grade from our home, basically helping to prevent any type of foundational issues. So we have that all done. We have gutter guards on our gutters as well. And those actually, for the what we got, I think we spent like 100 bucks. And they really weren't bad. They don't... They're kind of cheap either. They're not the cheapest, but they're not the real expensive yeah. ones either. And some people have said like how like little thing like things get stuck in them and stuff. We've literally never had that issue at all. I check them every spring mm-hmm. and every fall just to double check all that all of them are in place. And occasionally you have to kind of pop one back in. But we're lucky that we don't have major mature trees right over yeah. our house. We do have some oak trees that are close, but they really don't drop on the house. They drop on the yard a lot, mm-hmm. but they don't drop on the house. Mm-hmm. So we're fairly lucky in that regard, but... 
And it definitely, it's, if you ever have like a bend or something in your downspouts, they're so cheap. Downspouts are so cheap. The hardest part is probably painting them so that they match your house yeah. again. And we just had some replaced. Yes, we did. So that is a, if you don't have the gutter guards and you have a dent or something in one of your downspouts, that's just not going to be conducive. Yeah. So it's gonna get it's gonna get backed up real quick. And go out and check them when it rains. Yes. Go take a look just really quick. See that they're working properly, and you know just make sure you've got proper drainage away from your house as well. Whether you have French drains or whether you have an extender or something that goes away from your house. So moving into monthly tips, there are some basic maintenance that you can do on your lawn. Uh, aeration, you can dethatch or power what is rake. Aeration. Aeration is the little holes that looks like poop in your yard. The little <laughs> plugs that they leave Fun. in the yard. Um, we pro- haven't done that. Provides a lot of uh, airflow and nutrients and water and everything to get down in the roots of your lawn and to break up some of the clay, especially here in the Midwest. You do it we manually. You have a lot of that clay. But you can do it manually with, yeah. a, with a, what do you call it, like a little claw that you do mm-hmm. manually. You can do it with a machine which a lot of companies will use on larger projects, or you can use a liquid one. There's Mm -hmm. a liquid attachment to your hose that you can spray on your lawn, do it every year or so, Um, and that supposedly works too. But uh, you can power rake or dethatch your lawn too, and we go and rent a dethatcher from Home Depot. It's really not too bad, and we've done that twice in the five years we've been here, right? Yeah, we're probably due for one next year, I'd say. Mm -hmm. We have pretty thick grass. It is a lot of work. (laughs) If you've never done it, like I remember the first time that we did it, OMG, there was so much thatch. Like dead grass. Our neighbors thought we were crazy. And when you do aeration and you see the plugs Mm -hmm. and you look at the top of the plug, there's like almost an inch and a half or two inches of just thatch underneath Mm. the grass. Like you don't even see it and you Mm -hmm. can't get it with a regular rake. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's preventing. Mm-hmm. But the second time was everything not to get to nearly as bad. No, no, not, it was crazy. not as bad. No. Mm-hmm. And then you got to rake it all up or mow it up. And yeah, it's a lot of work. But regular feeding and regular watering are important as well. And I don't know that a lot of first time home owners get this, but you need to budget for when it. You, <laughs> when you see a house that you want to buy, Take a good look at the lawn oh because my. if it is really patchy, if it's a lot of weeds, dandelions, and <laughs> you don't think about it when you move in at first, but most homeowners will tell you it will take several years to get mm-hmm. the lawn you want. Or when you saw the home, they just mowed it, and so you can't see any of the mm-hmm. weeds. <laughs> That's true, too. But, I mean, I don't remember how bad ours was, but I do remember even within the first couple years... Um, our neighbors, like, they notice. Our neighbors notice our lawn. We are surrounded by dandelions and wild violets. And, and ours grass. is a pretty green lawn. Yeah. It's very green. It's not a golf course, but <laughs> it's getting there. And speaking of which, your mower. Uh, don't forget to store your mower in a good place. Ours actually got flooded in the shed the time that we had the big storm that flooded the basement. So it's great. It was a great time. 
but make sure you change your spark plug every year i actually had a problem with my it was a pretty new mower starting and it was acting funny change the spark plug it just worked like a charm after that you can also make sure you sharpen the blades if you notice that blades of grass look like they've been ripped mm. on the edges instead of cut it's time to sharpen your blade and you can buy a simple stone or sharpener like for your power drill or a metal file you can take the blades off real easy sharpen it up really good it's it's that's done. something guys can do easy but like if after you've mowed and then very quickly you see like the top of the blade it looks dry or burnt or something yes. that means that you're and that invites fungus mm-hmm. and disease to your lawn mm-hmm. so also when you're doing this it's probably a good idea just to go ahead and buy a new air filter for your mower i don't know how many times even after i didn't know a, a lawnmower a season, had an air filter you you take it off and it looks clogged full of just debris and so it doesn't take on long. that note too we bag our lawn and we yeah our lawn is very very thick and we we bag it we do we don't, yeah, mulch, we don't mulch it mulch. and that helps with the, the dethatching. dethatching. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't bag your grass, you should probably dethatch every year. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I also make sure I keep the oil changed out and clean. This could be very seasonal, not m- monthly necessarily, but it just depends. Mm-hmm. And What's with your the gas, you don't use regular gas. No, uh, we don't use ethanol in the mm-hmm. uh, four-cycle engines. Um, you don't use ethanol, and you actually use uh, something called seafoam, uh, which is an additive to small engines. They use it in boats. They use it in trimmers, mm-hmm. uh, chainsaws, and many different I'm um, pretty sure as engines. a child I just put regular gasoline <laughs> in the mower. Pro- probably, and you can get away with that, I think, too. But it does gunk up in the wintertime has problems starting if it's getting older but um yeah many things you can do to keep your lawnmower um, we're talking a lot about a lot this because we literally just got done doing all this yeah, this we week <laughs> <laughs> yes we did going back to inside the home make sure you check your furnace filter we actually decided to go to cheap filters and change them monthly this came after some trial and error but we learned that uh, we had an old AC and it was working too hard. So those expensive ones that work for like three months and they're super allerg- allergenic, or, yeah, they're actually too restrictive and they make your AC work even harder. Mm-hmm. We've actually went the cheap route and just changed them out monthly. One more thing, and we don't have one, but I know this is a big deal for some people, is to check your water softener and replenish the salt. Most people that have this probably do it, but it's not something that we think about regularly. A few seasonal tips that we want to go through as well. And I will say, just a side note, Ben does most of this. (laughs) (laughs) I help where I can, but this is, all of this stuff is really Ben's domain. And this is all stuff that he has really gathered as being the leader of our household. He is the one that, that keeps our house running and keeps it going and does the research for some of these projects and is able to figure out, okay, yes, I can do this. This won't be too bad. Or no, we need to hire someone to do this. So just keep that in mind, guys, that women like it when you take care of the home as well. 
Um, <laughs> Whether you do it or somebody else does it. Yeah. <laughs> Air conditioning compressor. So you need to make sure you clean your coils and hoses at least two times a year. Now, depending on where you live or what you live around, if you have big cottonwoods or Bradford pears or things like that, that it can get stuck in the the coils a, a lot harder. And it's just so easy to take your garden hose and clean it out. Mm-hmm. And do that, do that at least twice a year. Disconnecting your garden hoses and covering with insulation. In the wintertime. In the wintertime, yes. This is so easy. I don't understand why more people don't do it. Definitely disconnect your hoses. Like, if you haven't heard that, that you need to disconnect (laughs) your hoses in the wintertime, you need to buy a big book about homeownership. But there's these little things that we got at the hardware store that are $5 or less. I mean, it's crazy. And it's this little insulation that goes over our outdoor spigots. And we have two outdoor spigots. And it just kind of insulates it even more. Like, that is such a huge thing to prevent a, a bigger issue. really we've kind of already talked about lawn work that is definitely seasonal we spend a lot of money on our lawn yeah get on the scott's plan yes get on the scott's plan because they will tell you in your area exactly when you need to put what color bag down and basically ben says i need the yellow bag and i get him the yellow bag from costco (laughs) and they'll tell you when to water how much uh, rainfall you've had in the past week and it tracks that as well so it can even help Mm -hmm. you of when to water and because you don't want to overdo it and you don't want to underdo it you definitely spend more obviously in the spring on that type of stuff but it does continue you need to like there's a fall lawn food and there's a winter guard and all of that stuff you have to keep up on it or your money's just going to be wasted honestly a little bit more about the inside clean out your garbage disposal and that's so easy you just shove a bunch of ice down it and you can use some baking soda to get rid of the stink and stuff like that but that's a really easy thing to do seasonally cleaning your drains and your sinks if you've got girls in the house (laughs) (laughs) don't wait for it to get clogged just go ahead and clean it clean it out every once in a while vacuum your heat fence and your registers this is something that i do while i'm going around vacuuming and has been a lot easier with my new vacuum i should Mm. say but vacuuming those vents and those registers testing the smoke alarms we are up to code on our smoke detectors Uh, Mm. so that means there's a smoke detector in every single room in our house and there is a uh, smoke smoke and carbon monoxide downstairs and there's a smoke and a carbon monoxide upstairs so we are up to code on all of that so that's a lot of testing for us now i will say get the 10-year smoke detector there's there's no reason to get a cheap smoke detector make the investment get the the 10-year one with the good batteries (laughs) and just make your life a lot easier and we don't have a fireplace but those that we have known the maintenance of a fireplace is super important. I have no desire to have a fireplace. That's my unpopular opinion. I'm not a huge fan of fireplaces. It just seems like a lot of work and commitment. But if you do have a fireplace, make sure that you are in good with some type of maintenance person and get that checked before you start a fire, please. We learned about some of these things as we were homeowners and started doing more research. You can't be prepared for everything, but there are some simple things that you can 
do sort of DIY, but you don't want to get in over your head. This has happened to us. We've fallen prey to this. Simple fixes to your house on a regular basis will avoid many headaches in the future, which can be more expensive and time-consuming. We certainly got in over our head at times with resurfacing the driveway <laughs> or putting up a shed. Oh my. We now have two kids and we work a lot. When I traveled on top of that and I was open on my weekends when I got home, the last thing I wanted to, to be doing was to be slaving away on house projects all weekend long. I wanted to spend time with my family. I wanted to be doing something fun. And we actually just got our house painted. The painters and the people that did the carpentry did a better job than I could. <laughs> and it would have taken me at least four times as yes. long to complete. And I'm being very generous with that. And so, then I would have to check it. Right. <laughs> so I'd rather you be checking their work than mine. <laughs> but take your hourly wage and do the math. Is it really worth it for you to spend... An entire week doing a project with what you make per hour, whatever that is, versus just paying somebody to do it and do it quicker. right. Right and quicker. Right. Right. <laughs> the biggest point of all of this for us to say is you need to budget to invest in your home. You don't buy a home just to get out of renting and eventually own it. You actually have to invest in your home and equity. The first few years, which actually we're coming, this is actually very timely. We're coming up on our five-year anniversary in our home at the end of this month. And so the first few years were just a bunch of small projects that we did, kind of moving some bushes around and, and taking out some, well, I say small projects, taking out some rock. <laughs> Took out a few trees. Rock yeah. wall, trees, taking down some trees, things like that. But eventually you do have to invest in bigger fixes yeah. like a roof or a new driveway or a new AC like we're about to do here in a few weeks. <laughs> and these things are th thousands of dollars. One of the, I mean, small things that we did was we did a new front stair porch and new, uh, what's that called? Sidewalk. sidewalk. That was $2,000. And we thought that, oh my God, like mm -hmm. that is so expensive. No. In the grand scheme of things, it's really not. And then moved to having our house painted, which was $4,600 with some repairs and carpentry and stuff like that. And then moving to a new AC, which we're budgeting 5000 for. So you really have to invest each year in your home. This is the best advice that our realtor ever gave us, was taking that inspection that we got when we bought the home and each year, just tackle it, tackle little bits of it. So then... If and when we turn around to go sell this house, that stuff doesn't come up again. No. No, actually, you, you need to factor that in with your monthly payment. There will be annual repairs, seasonal repairs, monthly repairs, and you have to take care of it. You can't just buy a house and sit on it. Yeah. Well, some people do, yeah. but it's unfortunate. It's mm -hmm. kind of sad. But some tips around this are just to learn some basic plumbing. You can learn some basic electrical fixes Maybe it's a little bit of carpentry if, you, if you're into that, or drywall. Um, but you really don't want to go too far. You know, try to balance it out with your priorities and just don't overextend yourself. We couldn't possibly list everything 
that is on a home maintenance checklist. This can be the difference though between having a happy home versus a burden that makes you feel like you're owned by your home mm -hmm. rather than you owning your home. Don't wait until something goes awry. Be proactive and protect your investment and your family. This week's call to order is very simple. Make a checklist for your home on annual, monthly, and seasonal tasks that need to be completed. If you don't own a home, take these things into consideration as you buy a home and consider the costs and the time and effort it will take to maintain the home you're interested in. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.